Welcome, you're listening to the Leading O Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. We would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and also rate and review or both on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. And uh, also uh, visit leadinghope.online, get updates, find out more about the Leading Hope community. Today, Kevin, we left on a cliffhanger last week. We're continuing this episode, uh, 205, part two of the four frames. And I have to ask you before we even get started, the four frames of what? Of problems Pro- and problem solving. Four frames of pro- issues. Pro- yeah, issues, problems, and issues. solving those. You got issues. I like it. That's true. <laughs> not going to lie. So uh, just a quick recap for from last week. Yeah. Is the idea from last week is to say, hey, uh, different problems require different types of solutions. Mm. And our tendency is we do not properly diagnose something. We jump straight to solution. And so when that is the case, when you misdiagnose, you always mistreat. This makes sense in all of life. This also makes sense in your leadership, in your life as well. If you misdiagnose something, you will mistreat it. Our tendency, I think, is that we just rush to the conclusion of what something is. So I want people to see, hey, there are four different types of predominant problems. I'm sure there's more beyond four. Yeah. I'm not trying to create this as an exhaustive list. I'm not trying to say, like... (laughs) These are the only problems you will ever face. (laughs) Yeah. Ever. I I always want people to know, just like within this, like, these these are the tools that we're using that are helping us go further faster. <laughs> this is not meant to be like the encyclopedia of leadership, just to be clear. That's, are you serious? I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that this podcast, like after this, we, I wouldn't have to we're ever good. listen to another podcast we're about good. problems. We should, uh, that should be another, in, in another life. Yeah, yeah. We'll start the encyclopedia of leadership Yeah, and we'll just be super yep. snobbery yeah, and just completely oh, we're a little snobbery so yeah. Yeah. maybe too much uh-huh. here we go so four types of problems that you'll face you will face vision problems you will face leadership problems strategy issues and you will also face spiritual issues or faith issues and so we spent our whole time last week hey diagnosing like hey these are the kind of things that are happening in vision and strategy and leadership and faith now i want to take this idea a little further okay And I just want to walk you through some main pieces on this and how to actually identify them. Okay. So first off, how to identify them and then some notes on how to use them. Okay. First off vision problems. And my hope is that if you listen to this last week, it kind of already created, Hey, this is the grid that I'm thinking through of the different types of problems that there are. So vision problems, uh, we referenced communication a significant amount of time last week on there. I think the biggest thing is that, um, people, People lack pace. When when there's a vision problem, people don't have the proper pace. And wh- this is one of the things we said, like, hey, vision is the address of the destination that you want to go. If you type that in on the GPS on your uh, phone as you're driving, it gives you an expected arrival date. <laughs> like time when you're going to get there because there's a pace it expects you to go. Uh, One of the things I hear sometimes church wise, which everyone hears this regardless of pace. So this is funny to me. It's like, you're going too fast. Well, what's supposed to set our pace? Is preference supposed to set our pace? 
or is vision supposed to set our pace? Because as soon as we clarified the vision here at Highland Park, we knew this is how fast we have to run. Priority. If, <laughs> there we go. So I think that's just a key distinguisher of vision issues. Second piece, uh, strategy system issues uh, will be evidenced by significant frustration. Uh, wasting time, lack of productivity. When you see strategy systems issues, you will think these people could be doing more or this person could be doing more. It's probably because they don't have the right structure in place. When you see leadership issues, typically it will be, and again, we mentioned this last week, it'll be issues of morale. It'll be issues of culture. The other way to identify it, this is important, especially if you lead an organization with different groupings, with different departments, anything like that, is if you have different issues in different areas, it's leadership. If you have the same vision for your whole group and you're running very similar strategies, but you have different problems in different areas, you should look at that as a leadership issue because that is the only variable that is significantly different in that area. And then the last one, uh, spiritual issues. I think the greatest source here is pride. Um, maybe you would also categorize this as entitlement. Another piece on here is um, people have a tendency to um, position their arguments within self-righteousness and not vision. There's a massive difference between saying we could do this better because of this reason for this vision and we could do this better because these people are idiots and I'm the only one who knows how to run anything here. These are spiritual. These are faith issues because it really gets it pride and self-righteousness as the root. So that's just like, hey, quick overview of what these look like. Anything you want to touch on? We good on that? No, good. Cool. So I want to give you three notes. Okay, in terms of, hey, how we use this, and then we'll spend some time with each one talking about each. First one is this, and we mentioned this last week, but I really want to hammer this home. Be cautious of your strengths. Be cautious of your strengths because you're always going to want to lean into your strengths and you'll have a tendency to use the same solution on every issue, even if it's not the right issue. Yeah. Okay, and so like if you are... Uh, my my strength is vision that's my tendency is to be like we've got issues here well let's just let me get in there and i'll clarify the vision yeah we've got issues here okay let me let me get in there well they're a bad leader it's okay let me clarify the vision let's see what's going my tendency is just to go hey that's my strength and so i want to lean into that and to go if i do that i'm wasting time and i'm frustrating people because yeah. i'm not actually solving the problem at that level v what do you got on this i know you got something all right uh this one people are gonna not be happy about Let's go. Uh, so, because, and I'm the guilty party here. So this is calling myself out on live podcast. Live podcast. Uh, Pre-recorded. Yeah. Is to so, be released uh, at a later date. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah. It's a, someone's hearing it live right now. Uh, uh, the thing is, is we all love to use our experiences as a strength. I am one of those people. I have been around. I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. In my lifetime, some really not good, some really incredible. Uh, those experiences have shaped the way I think, nah, that I know yep. how to do the next thing that's coming. So when we talk about going from Be Hope Church to Highland Park Church, um, I know how to do this. <laughs> I know exactly the playbook. God, I know exactly what you're going to do. Yep. 
And we were sitting in a circle six months in. Yep. And in the sanctuary on the, on the floor, and we were all, our team, we were just praying about confession. We were like, what do you have to confess? And it was just that moment, and I was like, God, I'm sorry for thinking I have all this brilliant experience in my life and to tell you how you're going to do this next chapter. Yep. And I just realized that my strength, even though I had pulled a lot of things that have successfully worked out as experiential uh, promises to the future, that I can't rely on that in the season because God's never going God, God used my experience to get where I am. He's not going to use it to where I need to go. It's good. Like it's he's got to do new things in me and new things in the organization and new, new mindsets have to be breached yep. like in order for this to be happening. So that experience where I thought is a strength and it's not, it's not a strength, but it can't be used to solve every problem. And the tendency we have is if we feel competent in an area, we want to lean into not the best way to accomplish something. We always want to lean into our competency. Right. And 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 we see this happening. I'll just pick on churches for a second. Um, across all churches. This yep. is no denomination. This is no, right, capital C churches. That is what has happened over the years is that's how we've always done it before. Yep. The yep. seven dying words of a church. Seven dying. Right. That's, that's how, how we've always done, done it, it before. before yeah. Seven. The seven dying words of a church. We should and, do a podcast called The Seven Dying Words of a Church. Yeah. But that is, that is, uh, and I'm like, again, I am self-identifying here that I have used that as a hammer for all problems it's good. solving. It's good. And I cannot do that in order to make, uh, to, to, to align myself with God's future for me and for the place he's placed me. So so then uh, to pull it back into the categories of the four frames. Yep. Just to say like the idea I want people to hear is that like you can be effective and you can always feel comfortable. But you cannot always do both. Ooh. And so if you want to be effective in what you're doing, you will have to step out of areas of your competency and comfort in order to do things a different way. Yeah. And I'll just say this. It's really hard because sometimes your experiences are the things that's going to solve the problem. Yes. Yes. For sure. But you've got to be very clear and discern well to decide when is that appropriate yeah. and when is it not. And that takes... We're not saying don't use your strengths. No. We're not saying was... don't use your experience. We're saying be careful of quickly falling into thinking patterns yeah. that you already know how to solve everything. That's exactly right. So that's first idea. Be cautious of your strengths or you'll use the same tool, the same skill set on every issue. Uh, second piece I just want to clarify is... Uh, just this idea. It can be more than one thing. We gave you four frames. It can fall into a number of different categories. <laughs> like not everything neatly hits the framework. It's a tool that's meant to be helpful. And so you may have spots where you go like, it can be more one thing. You go, hey, this is part of this is leadership. Part of this is spiritual. The way that comes together is the issue is that the leader is actually prideful and entitled. And so that's how they combine in those moments. Um, maybe. Okay. So here's where I'll up, upset 
people. Oh, is uh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. How about that. I was uh, welcome to the. This lead, is where it's still hope, <laughs> leading hope. This is where I really want the tool to be used, okay? Because I think this is the tendency is um, uh, face an issue, which I'll be a little vague about because the details aren't as important. Yeah, uh, we were facing a strategy issue. Um, very simple strategy issue. And the response from someone was, uh, we're going to pray about it and we're going to trust God to provide. And I just remember thinking, that's not going to do anything. Pray without ceasing. Yes. <laughs> However, <laughs> he gave us giftings on this. Yes. Like he says, like, if your gift is leadership, use it diligently. He yes. doesn't say if your gift is leadership, just pray about everything. Yeah. And so, like, the piece on there that was so frustrating to me was a sense of, like, this is a strategy issue that has now become a leadership issue. But we're assuming, because we're people of faith, that we should just pray about it and wait for God to respond. Sorry, I had to look up the verse. There's a comma after seizing, not a period. There we go. <laughs> Good note. <laughs> right? Yep. I mean, that's what you're saying. Yes. And so... I just a piece I want to say, like, um, there are some things that are not meant to be, that everything is meant to be prayed about. Absolutely. Not everything is meant to be prayed out of. Yeah. There are some things you have to act your way out of. Yep. And so the conversation I had with the person was said, like, hey, it's okay for me to say that in my position, I need you to do something about it. Like yeah. I need you to actually take action on yeah, yeah. this because this isn't okay. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. So that's the idea is first off, it can be, it can be more than one thing. Well, second idea for today, it can be more than one thing. Third idea. And this is like the pivotal thing. I want to hammer home. Otherwise we'll get lost on this is that it can be an issue, a problem, can be different things for different people. Yeah. And our tendency is, let me, sorry, let me give you an example first and then I'll explain what we do. Um, uh, first week of our church plant. Okay. So I'm going way back. Okay. When we planted the church first week, I got three complaints about the music, three complaints. Two of the complaints were just, I didn't like the music. Why? Too loud. Like, first off, we're in a gym. Like, there's no way to, like, it's bouncing off everything. We're sitting in bleachers. There's oh, you're no going way back. Oh, yeah, way, way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Church plant, like 26 yeah. at the time. So, two complaints were just like, oh, I didn't like it. It was too loud, decibel level, whatever other stuff. It was like, okay, you don't get our vision. Like, I'm not saying that, like, execution of it was awesome. Right. But the way you're couching your complaints, the way you're stating them, you don't get our vision. And then uh, that night I got a call from somebody and they said, uh, Kevin, the music sucked. <laughs> Their language. I like that guy better. <laughs> I said, uh, it, was a, it was a she. Her name was Jen. I like that. I like that better. I like that you used her name just now too. Yeah. Uh, well, she goes, Kevin, the music sucked. I was like, okay. She said, it can't suck because they were guests in the room. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I liked it already. And so I put her on our board. Yeah. Now, here would be, and I, I want to clarify this. Our tendency is to go, all these people have an issue, and they all have, they're all coming at it the same way. Yep. Because they're saying the same thing. Yep. Like, they all said, this is the problem, and so let's categorize them all as a group. And, I, and the problem is, is that within every issue, people have different issues about the issue. I know that sounds ridiculous, and no. it's like a Dr. Seuss book, okay, on here. But, like, what I want people to be able to see is do not 
clump people into broad-based categories, assuming they all have the same problem. Because what you're going to do, like we've talked about this so many times before, is that your spiritual gifting is evident in the area of your frustration. And if you assume everyone who complains about something, they're just not with you, they just don't get it, what you're doing is you're keeping them from making their contribution to where you want to go. And the reason why you need their contribution is because you don't know what they know. That's good. That's why you're not frustrated about it, and they are, because they're gifted in that area, and you're not. And so what people do, because they don't have... Because they don't have the confidence of their own calling and they live for the affirmation of people, that either we fall into people pleasing. This turned into a sermon and I meant to stay heavy on the four frames, okay. but we'll keep going on this. It's okay. They live either for the affirmation of the people or they insulate themselves by that and label anyone who disagrees with anything they do as their enemy. Hmm. They might not be your enemy. They may just know a better way. Yeah. They might not be against you. They might be a better leader or they may have more of an understanding of the strategy and what it needs to be. And so I I just want to like plead with people to say, when you hear complaints, do not ever say they're complaining because of this reason. Yeah. Because each individual reason might be different and you have to actually engage in conversation to understand what that is. That's the big one. (laughs) You might actually have to have a talk about it instead of just saying, you don't know about this, so you can't help. And I think one of the, if I could just say like personally, I think one of the things that uh, I'm not super aware of my perception, like what, how people perceive me because I'm me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. But I think one of the things that people assume in my perception, their perception of me that is inaccurate is just that I'm very much like get on the train or get off. Like you're with us or you're against us. And I just want to like clarify, like that is like what I am is to go. I am adamant about where we're headed and I will call out selfishness and pridefulness in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I will not let you couch your entitlement with Bible verses. Mm. And so I will call that out in a hurry. But the rest of it, I'm really open. Yeah. And I'm really in the spot of to go. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. No, that's good. And I think that comes out uh, in more ways than one because, and yeah, I don't want to go through all that. I mean, that's evident in how we actually do church. Yes. Like the empower passionate people, like give them more responsibility than they even know they can handle so they can do more things with less stuff. Yeah. And if, and I think the thing like, if you're not in our team, if you're not in our culture, you might hear some things I say from the platform and be like, oh, wow, he's my way or the highway. Yeah. And I'm, it's not, it's yeah. not my way. It is, we're going here. Yeah. Nothing else is optional. How we get there, that's not my skill set. That's good. Uh, the last thing I have on this um, is when you look at all four of the um, uh, <laughs> opportunities, <laughs> the four frames. Yeah. Uh, each, I, I, you wouldn't say that you, you always have something going on in all those frames. Uh, for the most part, it's levels. Hey, this one's maybe a two. This one's a four. I'm okay with that. Like, yep. But I, 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 your encouragement wouldn't be to 
solve them all at the same time or absolutely not talk more about that as we end this and kind of summarize because you're not gonna you're not gonna go okay let's today i'm gonna work with the spiritual stuff correct you know what i mean that's not correct a, it's not a, i mean there's a strategy but it's not a checklist uh if i give like an example um the, I, i'm stepping out of this metaphor into other stuff uh the other night we were with a couple and uh, people were asking some questions about the church and one of this couple shared like asked what the church was doing to help this certain group okay and then they like openly like heartbreakingly started sharing about people in their life mm. who were struggling with that yeah and uh the tendency was to answer strategically they're not looking for a strategic nope. answer. They don't. They needed me to be a pastor. Yeah. And I think people want to answer. It was just say it as like the phrase is they wanted. They assume we answer the question they ask. They're not asking for this systems based solution. No. They're asking, do you care about me in that moment? Yeah. And I think that like, so that was the pressing thing. There is another answer on here's how we're handling this in terms of structure and systems. Right. But that was impressing in the moment. And I just think, I think the thing that I get so frustrated by is we'll be like, ready, ready. Just let, let me make it super simple. Yep. If you have someone on your team who is a jerk, confront them. Yeah. Don't pause at the end of every meeting and pray about it. Yeah. Like go talk to them yeah. about it. Call it out. Let them know what the significant issue is. Yeah. But I especially see, I see pastoral leaders uh, hide behind, hide behind prayer as if it is action that God wanted them to take. And if I could just like, let's quote scripture on you now, like Deuteronomy, you have been at this mountain long enough, break camp in advance. Yeah. <laughs> there is now something for you to do and it might fall in one of these other categories. That's good. That's all we got time for today. All we got time for. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new podcast. Uh, we would love for you to subscribe. mean the world to us if you did that now. Also post about it. Uh, and tell people to join <laughs> on Wednesdays when the new episodes come out. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have questions, you can DM us on Instagram. Uh, we'd love to answer any of those questions and send that to us. Uh, man grateful for you and we would see you back next week for episode 206 are we Woo. continuing this no we're, we're done. done we're done, done with this one all right well there you have it everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader make it count Woo.